since Spazies is a member of the Ministry of Retro Gaming. Yes, another bloody gaming podcast. Number 10. Warning. This video contains some strong language that may offend some viewers. Since G'day invaders and welcome to Sin Spaces and this is yes another bloody gaming podcast and uh, wouldn't be much of a podcast if we didn't have guests and we happen to have four of them we have got Uncle Chunt Ahoy hoy greetings all we've got grumpy retro gamers Chris and Ben Hello. Good morning, afternoon, evening. And a, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> and a late entry into the uh, into the podcast, we have got Battle Beast Gordon from uh, Carbonites Gaming. How you doing? Doing good. Saving the best for last. I appreciate it. That's really nice. <laughs> no problem at all. So yeah, we had a, a late withdrawal. Uh, Lizzie the Hedgehog, she couldn't make it in for this one, so we'll get her on on a future podcast. Uh, so we're going to start off with the intro questions for the two newbies, uh, two new guys here on the podcast. This is podcast number 10, by the way. Um, we're going to start off with Chris, going to get the free, yeah, going to get the three questions out of the way. What was your first console and the first game on it? Right. So first console is the Super Nintendo. Everyone answers that. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the flat age. Um, yeah, so it's Super Nintendo, um, and I'm not one to buck the trend. Uh, my parents got me Super Nintendo with the uh, Mario All Stars. Nice. All Stars. Okay, that was yeah, something. Yeah. Different. So yeah, so it, that was different. Okay, uh, that's fine. I'm glad I bucked some of the trend. Um, so yeah, so I, I started playing. Super Mario Brothers, but on okay. SNES, so it was, it was great. I loved it. I still love it. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, although I'm not as good as it as I used to be, I think the reflexes. Oh no, I'm are terrible right now. <laughs> I, I remember rinsing those levels when I was a kid. Now I'm dreadful at it. Oh, my brother so, will probably say I was shit back then, but anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my parents just say the same thing. So um, they're not. Uh, no pressure or anything, but favorite game of all time. Only one, Gun to the Head. As oh, and what was it you said before, Chanti? Uh, gun. Oh, Gun to the Head. Uh, no. Taser to the ball. Tasers to the balls. That's right. <laughs> so uh, I've got no bollocks, so it's fine. Um, oh. it's, there's no Sorry. threat there. <laughs> <laughs> I so knew I'm, it. Again, I'm I'm used to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I've had a bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, right, my favourite game, um, it, I mean, it's not a good game at all. It's not a good game. I've mentioned it on one of our videos before. It's a dreadful game, but it's Predator Concrete Jungle. Oh, I cannot shit. get it. I, yeah, I can't get up for that game. It's my favourite game. It is dog shit, and I know that. It's dreadful. But wow. I have memories of playing that game. I love Predator. If I, I Google I this game, am I even going to find anything? Like, it just sounds oh, so... Of course you will. You'll find the greatest game that's ever been shite. <laughs> it's dreadful. There's no need for wow. it. Wow. Wow. Exactly. I'm actually quite speechless. You can always judge anyone. You don't fine. judge. <laughs> and um, judge me. I, what are you but currently playing? This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I mean, it's actually quite pedestrian. Um, so I bought Vampire. 
Was it Ben Perez? <laughs> well, I hope not, because otherwise I've been pronouncing it wrong. I pronounce it wrong at the counter. No, I quite like that game. Um, I've still been playing my Switch a bit, although it has been gathering dust. I've um, been playing Pokemon Quest just to. I mean, it's not good. It's not a good game. It plays itself. Well, exactly. I put it on auto and I just let it yeah. go. Look at That's these colorful blocks. You're buying a list of games. <laughs> I can watch EastEnders and it just the game just does itself. It's great. Do well I like it. So, yeah. So I mean, it's probably the most boring answer you could ever have not hoped for. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I picked a shite game as my favourite, and then picked a non-game as the one I'm playing at the minute. We've got to see your collection one day. <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, not right. great, but I mean. I'm in, a, I'm in a dry spell for games. All right, so Gordon, we'll switch over to you. Uh, your first console and game on it. Do we count handhelds or just TV consoles? Oh, we'll go with A or B. Uh, oh, a, and B. a and B. We'll do both. Sure. Well, my first console, I guess handheld, was I had a, the first thing ever was just a Game Boy Pocket. And uh, I played just regular Super Mario Land and Pokemon Red Blue back as a young younger fellow. and. And I played way too much. Just, just, I mean, a, that's, just a question that's on that. When, when was the last time you actually picked up a Game Boy and tried playing it? It has been some years. <laughs> it's actually very nearby, but it just doesn't get any attention. Mario Land was awesome. Yeah, it is really good. You can rip through it twice, and then every time you go through it gets harder and more enemies. They really, really thinking back then. <laughs> it's amazing how much fun they could put on those little... Two by two cartridges back in the day compared to uh, <clears throat> you know sixty dollar triple A's that you want to throw in the bin. Yep. But, <laughs> and for a TV not console, uh, my first one was actually Nintendo sixty four, not a Super Nintendo. So oh, finally, a different okay. answer. Yeah, no, and, I haven't uh, had anyone come up with that one yet. Uh, I got to it way late in the game because I actually got that fairly uh, like probably not even a full year before the original Xbox came out so I was late to that party and I was all over GoldenEye and Star Fox 64 uh, okay. and I just wanted everybody to come over all the time and play GoldenEye and then the original Xbox came out with Halo and everybody just kept laughing and I'm like oh, Halo's stupid <laughs> Halo's stupid come on guys this is GoldenEye this is a real game that's two joysticks that's too dumb that's stupid come on Peter Sproul's and, come on and then I got the an original Xbox and I'm, played I'm the original curious, Halo. I'm kind of curious, why did you pick up a console so late? Were you into microcomputers or something else instead, or you just... <laughs> well, the, the truth is, my parents were actually quite against it. Quite against video games as a kid. And oh, uh, okay. I, Even that Game Boy I had to buy, I had to be super young. I had to save up my money and buy that, but they wanted that nowhere near me. So, And I grew up... Uh, grew up on a cattle ranch outside of the city, so it's kind of a little bit isolated, too, compared to the average cat. Awesome. And that's actually kind of a weird, weird answer, but they just, you know, they weren't, it wasn't banned, but they weren't going to, they weren't going to bring it my way, is kind of how that, so it just came late to the deal, and, uh, you know, everybody was dumping their 64s, because they knew the Xbox and the PlayStation were out now, and that's kind of what I knew for the years before, so I knew it, I, I enjoy it, and I still have it, and I still play it, and I think it's great. I can kind of relate to that. My, awesome. par my parents weren't the ones that got me my console. Um, that whole opening up a, a Christmas present and, oh, a Nintendo 64! <laughs> that never yeah. happened to me. I had to no, buy my own either. console. I literally did that too. You literally <laughs> did that? Yeah, I, I, 
that. You're that Someone kid. Said you were my were lap you that kid? Christmas Day. <laughs> I did that. My parents got rid of my my Super Nintendo and they bought me an N64. And yeah, that is exactly what I did. Oh my god, I fucking got one. It, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, it's. Um, so yeah, Gordon, what was your uh, favorite game of all time? My favorite game of all time was and continues to be the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind not for Rocket, PC and Rocket Xbox. League. Rocket it's League. It's not Rocket League. Oh, what? I love Rocket League, but it's <laughs> not up there. I see your shirt. What do you want me to do? Lie? I could never. <laughs> no, that that game. Uh, talk about um, like just the amount of awe that it inspired me and still does to this day. Because people keep revamping it every few years with new graphics packs and graphics extenders and. That's wow. an awesome um, part of that game. Is that you could be playing oh. that same game five times over and be like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm am I playing the same game?" <laughs> five times, maybe you know, 112 to 113. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. It uh, it's back when uh, you know that's right before, and it was you could even argue that's where it started, but that's right before they really started to make mainstream games like RPGs and things like that. They kind of to make them more what do you want to call them? Just just water them down so that they had more a wider appeal to the marketplace. I believe they call it accessible. <laughs> yeah. Entry yeah, entry what... level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it, that game, I just, I cannot explain enough or express more clearly or clearly enough, I should say, how how that game would grab me and just remove me completely from the planet Earth and, and bring me over to Tamriel. And, and it's just... For a game to do that to me, it was that's why it remains number one, and I wait for another game to do that. Subnautica's been close lately. Forget what time's going by, and, but it's not quite the same thing. What an amazing game! I will say that's the best of all time for me, and I hope one day because it's been over. It's <laughs> it came out in two thousand three. It's overdue for something out to, to kick it off the top. I think. Uh, don't hold your breath because I think yeah, they're, they're, they're milking seventy six, which is a. I was going to say we got Fallout seventy six. I mean that should that should help you out. Should tie that one. Yeah. Or or not. Christ, that's, <laughs> that's just I played yeah, uh, Fallout Four. I got halfway through, and that's as far as I got with that one. So yeah, <laughs> I don't I'm think you on that. I'm with you. I, I'm with I don't you think Fallout Fallout anything is going to hold me over anymore. Fuck! I love Fallout Four. <laughs> it's okay. See, I, it's en- just, I enjoyed it, but it's not Elder Scrolls. It's not Elder yeah. Scrolls. Elder Scrolls is immersive. I was in that, my Nordic life when I fired up when I fired up Skyrim. <laughs> My yeah. Nordic life was far better than my actual life. And I realise how shit my life is. My, <laughs> playing it again, Skyrim's much better. Fuck real life. It is no radiation. <laughs> I want to be true. in Skyrim. Um, and Gordon, uh, <laughs> what are you currently playing? Sorry. <laughs> I'm currently playing a lot, a lot of Rocket League, uh, PUBG, yes. uh, Subnautica. I've played a lot of Subnautica the last few weeks. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's just a kind of survival. Uh, you're stranded on an ocean planet, and they throw you down with a fabricator and a life pod and figure it out. It's a little bit like, think of it. Like a little bit like No Man's Sky, where you're discovering all these new creatures and what they can be used for, and mining resources so you can build a way to survive and escape. So, and it's got horror elements in it too. I mean, you're underwater in the deep ocean. There's some big, let's just say some big fish down there that I don't want to spoil too much. Like the big fish. 
Yeah, there's always, always a bigger fish. fish. <laughs> but that, but that's a game in the category of like Morrowind and Diablo 2, where six hours will go by and you feel like 45 minutes is all you've been sitting there for. Just sucks in. That one I've played more than I <laughs> than I want to admit in the last couple weeks. But but Rocket League definitely taken the brunt of my time. So uh, I see you're online every day too, Brian. You. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't been playing. I want to get st- back into Rocket League. That's the game. Every Jump time in. I, yeah, every time I ask you guys what are you guys currently playing, I never answer the question. But um, too busy with the channel to be playing games. But I got a channel that's dedicated to playing games. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> figure that one out. Yeah, you you know where I'm coming from there, uh, Uncle Chunt. Uh, Hell's yes. Yeah. You're too busy uh, answering questions on Twitter or or updating uh, your YouTube or your Twitch or whatever, and then you realise I haven't got time for me. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. It's kind of a problem. Really um, personal problem. And Uncle Chunt, what are you currently playing? Uh, Destiny 2. I'm trying to level up to the cat uh, light level before the new um, content comes out. I'm a bit behind. Um, I was playing that last night with some mates overseas. Um, kind of, this is my second coffee this morning. So, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, just been smashing a lot of Destiny. Um, what did I play the other night? Um, something on here. Can't remember. Oh, that stupid Pokemon fucking quest. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new title. It's like, it is stupid. Yeah, it is just, stupid. It doesn't yeah. feel like a game. Yeah, I'm it's really not a game, is it? It's, it's, stuff, like a game. it's stuff that you watch that. Also, yeah. ask for your yeah. money. There's a lot of bright colours and cubes and stuff, but exactly, and that's all I need. And yeah. just purely the fact it's Pokemon. Yeah, they've that's got the bright colours and shapes. Yeah, um, that's, that's all I want. I tried that um, Mario Tennis um, demo thing that, that was looks, out as well. That looks alright, actually. It's pretty yeah. good. I, it's yeah, fun. I had a good time with that. It's, it's deep. It's surprisingly deep. It's deep. A tennis game. Yeah, that it really is. Yeah, it really is. Like I thought, I could okay. just bowl in. And, Fucking press buttons and I'd be great at this game. And it turns out I was shit at this game. Be fine, but you actually have to really learn it to be. There's a lot, of, there's a great deal of elements in there. It looks like it looks like Nintendo have learned their lesson with, with this one, with the Mario Power Tennis, with GameCube, whatever it's called. That just yeah. was no, no, the, the, the Wii U version. Uh, there was a oh, Wii, yeah, was there well, was yeah. a Wii U tennis uh, that came out, yeah. and that was one of the last games that, I think that came out yeah. for the system, and it was just shite. It was really it was just terrible. Didn't feel like yeah, this is yeah. this is actually it's a pretty deep game, um, despite the fact it's got bright colours and soft fabrics, yeah. <laughs> which is normally that's what draws me in. I'm looking forward to the actual. Full yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. It's a day yeah. one purchase. Definitely get that. I think, and I, I really wasn't that bothered about it until I played it. Yeah, physical it's, as well. Uh, day one, physical. Property. It's. Uh, I, I want to be good at this game. Uh, no, I just want to unlock Wario, <laughs> and then I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my boy. I love Wario. And Ben, what are you? I was going to sorry, uh, ask you, Ben, what are you currently playing at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I'm mainly on the Switch at the moment still. I'm playing the Super Mario Odyssey um, um, properly, which, yeah, is brilliant. I, I love it. A lot of com- complaints about it being a big collectathon game, but that's all Mario has ever been. <laughs> that's all the, the object. <laughs> you literally get coins. There's nothing else, yeah. You well, collect things and you go no, through the levels. What was it? What Chris, Chris said it's the world's biggest fetch crest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
collect coins, collect princesses. That's what I'm saying. No problem with that, but it's my favourite genre is RPGs. Yeah. Like, I love a good fetch quest. <laughs> Mario Land 2 is called Six Golden Coins. That's all you have to get is six golden coins. <laughs> the whole game. I have no I love problem that with game. that. It has exactly. A, it's a great game. It, it has been the premise of Mario for the last 33 years. Yeah, just that, that's a collector Jump. Everyone knows that. Kill turtles and yeah. get money. You collect stuff. That's a wrap. <laughs> it's, it's, it's essentially, you can play a rap album. Yeah. <laughs> kill, kill stuff, get money. Yeah. That's a rap album. And that is Mario. He's Mario gangster. <laughs> exactly. Inside yeah, he's on his nut. And of course, Rocket League, which I've now rocked up 400 hours on. Oh, what? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! You need help. <laughs> I know. I talk to you though. How have I not known you? The main problem is. Oh, whenever yeah. I, uh, sorry, whenever I score a goal, they will rage quit. <laughs> yeah. I, I always play uh, one versus one. Always. Four hundred hours really? playing another game. I never Jesus. Yeah. Gordon, how many hours have you spent on that? I'm just looking. It's 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 four, <laughs> yeah. fourteen hundred eighty-three. One thousand four hundred eighty-three hours. I'm not even well, that. That's not even a lot in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go at you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting here loving it, taking it in, watching it. I just treat you like scum, and I feel like an arsehole. Uh, I'm so sorry. And the spotlight is on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> totally on me, and I'm the arsehole now. I'm not the only one that hasn't played it. I bought the game, and I bought the oh. uh, Back to the Future. And the oh, would you hurry up and get on there and play it? My God. <laughs> Okay. See, well, I wanted to play it because I knew the Batmobile was in there. Yeah, it's, so. fun. it's a fun game. You should, you should definitely, yeah, start it properly. It is a lot of fun. It is fun, but good. I just I haven't played it that much. Yeah, but it's yeah. Like, I did beat you on it, though. I beat you. Yeah. I ruined you on it. Yeah, that's cool. It's definitely a game. It's, it's easy to pick up and impossible to master, though. So you can spend as much time as you want on it. Now Ben's better than me. I'll never play him on it because he will destroy me. I, the first time we played, I, I ruined him because oh, I played man. it a good two weeks longer than he had. I'm never oh. playing him again. It's got to the point. It's, <laughs> it's got to the point where people exactly. quit even when they actually see who you are. That's power you can't buy. That's TRG Ben. Yeah. I've heard about his crew. Like you're in the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Come out to play. Well, okay. Well, I think we'll get on with the questions now. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot there was a question. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, podcast going on. So, with oh, right, gaming right. becoming more in-depth and also a much more complex form of entertainment, it goes without saying that it's now more likely to get more involved in the storyline, characters, and the mood of a game. Uh, for me, the only time I've ever really teared up is Final Fantasy. No, yeah, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, when Aerith got done in by Sephiroth, the bastard. Um, so that was the only time I really thought, oh my god, that was not meant to happen, was it? Um, so is there any any times... Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Sorry, um, if anyone hasn't played it. <laughs> spoiler alert on a 20-plus-year-old game. Um, is there anyone here that's had a, a moment where you thought, wow, this is getting a little bit emotional? Anyone? <laughs> emotional? <laughs> I'm mad enough to admit it. Yeah, what, what's your... <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo 64, uh, what do you call it, Superman 64, was it? <laughs> Bobby's horse riding adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, look, my go-to answer all the time, because it's pretty much the most effective answer that I've had experience with, um, is it's Gears of War related. Those of you who don't know, I'm a big Gears of War fan, and um, I always start off the premise where, yes, you might look at the game and you think it's just a big, chunky bro shooter with um, no heart and emotion <laughs> whatsoever, but um, the first one, you'd probably be right. But when you go into the uh, second and third games, um, they got more plot and story and character development, despite what you might think. But um, there's one particular plot thread where Dom, uh, he mentions in the first game looking for his wife, and you don't, you don't really touch on that otherwise. But then in the second game, it's a main plot thread um, where you eventually find Dom's wife, spoiler alert, um, in the underground locust caverns uh, where they capture and um, torture uh, people. Um, so you eventually find her. And the way the scene's plotted out is you're, you're seeing it through Dom's perspective and you find your wife and you open the, the canister where she's in and she comes out and the way Dom sees her is how he remembers her. So she's like pristine and untouched and like, you know, lovely. Um, and they embrace and the scene kind of the camera work turns away so you don't see her you just see him embracing her and Marcus is like Dom you know you might want to look at this the right way like just wake up a bit and the camera pans out and she's all like mangled and just destroyed and yeah. she's not not there and um just vacant expression and um and then he starts like breaking down like oh my god you know he spent like his entire um military military career from emergence day looking for his wife pretty much and then he finds her and she's just destroyed so his whole motivation is just kind of crumbling down on him and he has to do the only thing that he can think of because she's just not there anymore and she's just uh, he has to put her down like gun to the head and um i was just like holy shit like i'm even getting emotional thinking about it because i couldn't imagine doing that to someone um i just yeah it's full on like at that point i've never had a game do that to me and um Ever since, uh, I, I haven't either. But the only one after that is Gears of War 3, where it's just more of a kind of, uh, like a bro love kind of thing, uh, where Dom, Dom again, um, sacrifices himself to save all his friends, because he's like, he's got nothing left besides his friends. The world's gone to hell, he's lost his wife. You know, he's just sacrificed himself. And the whole scene and the music and all that kind of crap, I'm like, oh my God, Jesus, <laughs> what are these feelings? Is this emotion? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And, um, but yeah, since then, uh, I have not had a game do that to me since. And that's why I love Gears of War so much, besides the the action, the graphics, the everything. But there is a lot of heart in the characters. I've actually just um, noticed your, your headset, your, your headphones are actually Gears of War headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got so much. Um, well, not everything, but I have a lot of Gears of War collectibles. I just love it. Um, it's my, my go-to franchise. Okay. Uh, anyone else have Anyone else had a moment? <laughs> well, I will say, um, I hadn't thought of it, I hadn't considered Gears of War before, but I will say, playing the Gears of War series, I, I wondered why I loved it, and it is that. It's got some of the most tangible writing in the script that I've ever played in a game. Um, and it, it, like you say, I mean, it is, it's a bro shooter. It, it, a bunch of hulking dudes that high five each other and, and <laughs> yeah. yeah do you know what I mean it's, yeah but you the, get emo actually, you, you do get emotionally yeah. invested in the characters yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah the, the the deeper story involved I mean I completely agree I, I played the first one and I wanted to play the rest and it's exactly right 
the se- that, that scene in the second game is is heartbreaking. Yeah. And it makes you want to carry on with the third one. I played the third one because I wanted to win for that scene. Yeah. It, well, the very yeah, next the, scene, Dom. It's the writing's fantastic for that, and I'll give you that. It, that is that's one of the most emotional series that I've ever played. Yeah, like the next the scene, fact, Dom. It, it, at its core, it's a cover shooter, but it's it's a gorgeous story set yeah. up on something so horrendous. Yeah, it, it, I'm with you on that. Like when you when you said you just want to continue on, like Dom in particular, the next scene, pretty much, um, he walks out from having his moment uh, and meets up with Marcus, and he he's like, "Oh, Dom, are you okay?" And he's like, gets his gun out and goes, I want to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yes, let's do it, you know, because you're just totally invested at that point. See, I wouldn't be like that. If it was me, I'd be a weeping mess in the corner, but I'm fine. I don't have to be that in that game. I can be this absolutely hench Dwayne Johnson motherfucker, and I'm fine. It's fine. That's escape. That is real escapism. <laughs> uh, any, any moments for you two, uh, Gordon, or? Yeah, I've, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've played it, but I know the game. It's called uh, Dust, in a, an Elysian Tale. And uh, it's I found it. It's on the Xbox Live Marketplace. I think it's a, more of an indie game, but it is a fantastic game. And you're uh, just, it's a side-scroller. It's not a very large game, but it is worth every every little bit. I recommend everybody check it out, actually. But uh, during the, the campaign and the course of the game, you're trying to discover, you've lost all your memories, and you're trying to figure out who you are and why you're so so uh, deep in this world that is torn in conflict and war and as you find out more about your soul and get your memories back and your sidekick is Fidget and Fidget's like this pixie squirrel thing and they do the classic drawing uh, only the big eyes and she just she just pulls for you the whole game and then she gets so emotional when yet near the end it looks like again spoilers you're gonna have to sacrifice yourself to save the save the land and she just gets so distraught when she's sitting there begging for you not to go and they do that animation and the music and the soundtrack is just perfect and the voice acting it all comes together for that perfect moment of emotion and you're just like ah ah all right enough xbox for today go outside <laughs> go outside lift things <laughs> I think that's um, mine for me for sure it's a good game i think great game Ben, have you? Mine, had, I was yeah, going to say, have you had a moment, or are you just a heartless bastard? It's <laughs> just it was a long time ago, but where the last of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had games I want. Somebody rage right. sure. Yeah. Um, for the PS3, I think it was. It did first come out on the PS3, didn't it? Yeah. Um, where you are emotionally inv- invested in these characters, and uh, because it, it never gives you anything, that game, it's a pure survival horror. And, some parts of the game you're just left with no ammo no weapons nothing sorry which and, game was um, this I missed that uh, The Last of Us oh right oh, yeah yeah. Or the PS3 something um, yeah and then the game sort of the, the story towards the end which you don't realise is the end it, the game just ends and it just abandons you oh, and wow. there's no sort of actual conclusion it just ends they have a little conversation and then you think oh I'm going to go to a next level now and he, you know, explore even more, but no, that is the end of the game, and you just wow. left there with just like, oh right, I'm just empty back on my own. Okay. Yeah, empty, emptiness. Damn. All right. Um, I wasn't expecting such a strong response to that question. Actually, I was just thought I'd throw it out there something different. So that, no, that was good. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna go play some Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'll uh, fire it after. So. 
getting back now to question two. Games used to be super expensive, but in the transition from the 16-bit to 32-bit era, I was getting very impatient personally to get the arcade experience into my house. And I wanted the polygon-like racing games in my house, and so I went out and splashed 199 Australian dollary dues on Virtua Racing. And now I know what you call those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I the price of a console, really. It was Ooh. horrendously expensive because it had its own... Pro- it's got its own processor chip uh, inside it. This is Virtual Racing on the uh, Sega Mega Drive. And uh, I-, I loved it, but there was only one thing that I hated about that game was that it didn't have battery backup to save your best times. Oh, that, no. That really... Oh. No, that, that was the that... only thing you hated about that game. Well, back, back no, then, no, hang on a minute. It cost you a mortgage. <laughs> That'd be yeah. my issue. It's like, well, this has cost me but you everything got to, I'll ever But you've got to put it into perspective. Back then, having oh, that... Have? You have? Okay. Now, putting that kind of a game in the house and having a polygon-style racing game on your TV was, like, unheard of. Oh, so, impressive. Yeah, and it well, was... Well, yeah, unless you're... Unless you're Flavor Flay. Like, at no point would it... I mean, that is, that is an obscene amount of money. Oh yeah, totally. That's why I didn't sell Gangbusters, did it? I'll do it. Oh, fair enough. And it's now worth about 15, 20 bucks, which is like just so disheartening. I thought that well, that would make it go up in value, but it's done the is total it really, opposite. Really? Is it really that going for that online? It's not going for much at all. Go, Holy go online. It, it is really not worth a lot. <laughs> that seems it. That is crushing. Yeah. Yeah. So is, my. So my question is, and I, I, I've got a number two to this. Normally, most people will have one epically high expensive game, but my number two was uh, Super Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. I imported it from Japan because Mattel were doing such a fantastic job of importing games back in the 90s, dickheads. Um, and so I had to import it because I got to do a cover, uh, a, a cover review for Hyper Magazine. So my article made the cover one of my best moments in gaming journalism um, and uh, I got paid uh, $200 for that review and I paid $150 for the game so I did come out ahead but not by as much as I'd like to have. so so who's got I'll put the graphic of the cover of that hyper issue that it's um, definitely worth uh, looking at I'll do a video on that one day Who's got uh, a major mortgage buster game in their collection? Uh, so, so I've got nothing like that. I spend all of my money on trainers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've heard about your obsession with shoes. Yes. Yeah, I, that's what I spend my money on. I mean, the most I've spent on a game, I bought the uh, the Wolfenstein Two uh, New Colossus. I bought the special edition because it had um, the BJ Blazkowicz. Like almost um, Ken doll. Yeah, I just, really? Yeah, I, I just really, yeah, I just thought it was really cool, and I got it on discount as well. I think it was like 120 quid um, at day one retail. So it, so came, with a, it came with a figurine, like Barbie-like size doll. Oh yeah, it's massive. Yeah, it's massive. Uh, but it's that, yeah. the BJ Blazkowicz. So it's got the, it's got a selection of weaponry, but they don't really, the guns don't really fit in his hand because it's, <laughs> really, it's really shite. 
plastic hands. But yeah, that, I just think the whole thing was pretty cool. It was just no, so I've never taken it out of the box. It's the only thing I've, I haven't opened. In fairness, it's just in the box. But I just that's the most expensive game I bought. I, I, I just I don't I, I figure. If I'm buying a game, if I really want to play it, I'll buy it on day one. I might pre-order it to get some bonuses if I give enough of a shit about it. But for the most part, I'll just pay a regular price for a game. I think games are expensive already. They've yeah. never, they've never not been expensive. I think even back in the day, I mean, you're looking at sixty quid. So I mean, I with inflation now, you look. I mean, it's you know, a hundred quid for a game, and like you're saying, you pay two hundred dollars. Yeah. But now, no, sixty no, quid for a the, game. I think, I, I think games back in the in the nineties were more expensive than they are now. Yeah, people complain, oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. People complain that the prices are going up. The only reason why they're so expensive for the Nintendo side of things is because, like I said, Mattel were doing such a bad job of importing these games into the country that you ended up having to go to grey importers to get what you should have been able to buy but they were just doing such a lousy job of uh, bringing them into the country and I believe yeah. I, I don't know who was importing games in uh, Super Nintendo games into the UK do you guys remember was it is it Mattel or uh, I've got a feel, I've got a memory of Mattel being yeah. shy <laughs> they've, they've annoyed me before not yeah. just now They've annoyed me once well, before when I was a child. People used to resort to the adverts in the gaming magazines to import the things they needed. That was my favourite um, part of those magazines, was going through yeah, those articles, some uh, those adverts. Yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> of the, some of the stuff they had listed. But yeah, you could only dream of just getting all the ones you wanted when you were a kid. Because they're always three times the cost of a regular game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uncle Chunt, what's the most expensive in your list? Um, well, I'm going to say this with a caveat, because it's either... The game or the edition. Um, so I'll just say both. Just to, you know. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Don't the interest, you know? Um, so a singular game, probably the most ever spent just on like the case and the disc and everything, uh, was Shenmue 1 for Dreamcast oh, Complete. Top. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I spent like 120, 130 maybe on eBay for that. Have you found the sailors yet? Um, yes, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, in, in general or real life? Oh, well. <laughs> I'm willing to hear the answer for either. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, uh, either, either answer I'm fine with. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, me and the sailors have a good time. Um, Where are, and, uh, whereabouts is that? <laughs> oh, it's a secret club. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, what do you have to do to join? What street? Isn't it warehouse number nine? I've forgotten. I haven't played that game in ages. <laughs> right. um, yeah, that, secret, uh, secret password <laughs> you need to be, be mindful of. Um, and probably like the most expensive item game related as, as far as for an edition. I'd have to either put it down to one of three Gears of War things, which is Gears of War... 360 edition which came with the game um, the Gears of War 4 console edition which came with the game all the big ass big ass um, JD Phoenix on the bike statue collection why don't you just came. buy the bike itself oh my God. the actual bike <laughs> I'm up to I was going to say see, I always wondered who would buy that because I thought it was cool but it was Me. fucking expensive it was <laughs> this guy yeah. well, I'm the problem now we know it is you. That's pretty cool, man. Because I've always want. I I did want it, 
I got three left because I'm spending that money. Yeah, like, I've got three of those just replica Lancer guns like, over here. I've got three different ones. But real, like, life-size. <laughs> yeah, the, the one-to-one scale, like, Lancer. That's awesome! Yeah, really that is amazing. Yeah, I, I love these. That's pretty man. cool. I love um, it. Ben, what, what, what about yourself? Uh, me? Yeah, what's the most expensive um, in your collection? I, I don't know what the most expensive is in my collection. Um, it's going to take a while. I'm <laughs> through. Um, I'm saying, have you got Dreamcast? Yeah, yeah. Got some Dreamcast. Well, it's, be, there. It's, it's probably one of them then. <laughs> I, I looked up a few of them. That got, uh, there's one called Wild Metal, uh, which apparently goes for a decent amount of money on eBay, apparently. Um, but I paid literally just a few quid for it. I'm quite good at actually finding rarish games for, for, for pennies, really, in charity shops. Oh, and... charity shops here are great for yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they're I'm really good. I'm totally um, jealous of that. <laughs> um, you, you, you do find the, the odd gem, don't you? Really yeah. Do. Um, well, like, I found Ninja Cop on yeah. Game Boy Advance. That, you know, I saw, it was in the window and it was a quid. It had no box or anything, but it was just a cartridge. And I thought it was a wind-up. So, I, all right. I always wanted to play it, like a proper Konami game. I wanted to, so I went and bought it, just played it. This is this is as good as I hoped it would ever be. But then I looked on eBay, and people are selling like the unboxed cartridge for like four hundred quid. Oh my god! I mean, the cheapest, I, the cheapest I saw it was one hundred and fifty, which is sort of suggested to me. I mean, even one hundred and fifty, I paid a pound for this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a pound, but Christ! Yeah. I mean, it's not worth the download price you get for emulating it. <laughs> it, it, it's worth a quid. Gordon, I don't, I don't imagine you're much of, uh, into consoles, but I do see you got some console games there. You got anything that maybe uh, goes up against this lot? No. <laughs> I don't think so, because yeah, I've, I've gotten out of consoles the last few years. I did. Uh, I do have a story about like my favorite game of all time, The Elder Scrolls The Morrowind. I bought that game three times. I bought it... <laughs> I bought it for the original Xbox, and then Game of the Year Edition came out on the X, like, so it had the expansion pack on the disc for Morrowind. So I bought that, and then I would, I love to just go fire up that original Xbox and load my save file from, you know, like 20 years ago or not. And quite try to long, remember but... what the hell you're meant to be doing. <laughs> well, the, no, the reason I bought it a third time, I went and bought it over on the PC because I'm not even joking. When you load up, the Xbox was completely unequipped to handle that game. You're looking at a 12 to 15 minute wait to load your game wow. and so and then even just you're walking through the forest and you load from one exterior cell to the next you could wait 20 30 seconds it, it was just too much yeah it was just too much or if you're going inside to outside or outside to inside you got to sit there and wait and i i actually ended up getting a pc to play that game <laughs> so i didn't have to wait so I, long to i have seen a video online just recently an, an aussie youtuber who really specializes in modding consoles and whatnot and he did put a video about modding the original Xbox to speed up the chip. So it doesn't, oh. but it makes some of the original Xbox games incompatible. And the main reason why you'd want to do it is for emulating. So I don't know if that would be one of the games that would be helped by um, <clears throat> modding the chip to speed it up, but uh, it's a bit of a risk. There is a switch on it that it goes back to original mode. So. Oh. Have you seen Morrowind on the Xbox One X, the enhanced version? No. 
Nope. Oh, the last, wow. last thing I be... looked at was the Skywind mod. Uh, I, I haven't seen it recently in the last couple months, but I was following the Skywind mod for Skyrim that's uh, just rebuilding Morrowind in the Skyrim oh, engine. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it looks just fantastic. And the amount of work that it's all volunteer, that's amazing. Those projects get off the ground. And yeah. I think it, it speaks volumes to those games like oh, it's the Shenmue 3 that never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Shenmue 3. How, what's going on with that Kickstarter? Sorry um, for the It's just been there. delayed. It, it's been delayed, oh. but it, it doesn't look like it's cancelled or anything. They're just putting... Maybe they were just not realising uh, how or big just, a task it was going to be. I think, I think it's just too to a market. Screenshots. Do you see those... That, that last, that, that, not the last round of screenshots where they actually updated everything that they fucked up the first time. <laughs> you see that the first round of screenshots they released where there was... The faces, they look like sex dolls. <laughs> and, and what's wrong with that? This, and your point? <laughs> that, might be a selling, that might be a selling feature for some people. <laughs> well, weirdly, most of the internet, which I mean, I, I very rarely side with most of the internet, especially most of Twitter, but most of Twitter said, no, I don't like the fact there's no emotion on those women's faces. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Normally, I'm the one who's saying, uh, whatever you're saying, I'm the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, a bit peeving, but this time they were right. They released more. They, they updated the facial animations and facial structure, and I got excited for Shenmue 3 again. Yeah. Those first two games were phenomenal. The they, fact uh, they hit their target, haven't they? They blew it out of the park. Yeah. They hit their target in about 18 seconds. Yeah. 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 And then they carried on smashing it. Yeah. They quadrupled it or something ridiculous in about 15 minutes. I, I'm really looking forward to Shenmue 3. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, because uh, I've actually visited Yokosuka. I've uh, been to the <gasps> actual place where the, the yeah, original so, game so, uh, was right, based in. Right, I saw your video on that. Yeah, yeah and... Yeah. Um, Did you find sailors? <laughs> no, there was not. You got that question, but he didn't you not not find sailors. <laughs> Actually, there was no. There was three guys in the video that looked they yeah. looked like sailors uh, that were walking past while I was. Uh, filming. Anyone could be a sailor if you wanted to be, mate. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I said, "Wait, you look good enough. It's good enough." Yeah, if you can take us to the coordinates, we'll do it. yeah, we're oh, up for any, any any addresses you can give us. We're up for it. And um, stand yeah, over the coordinates. Back to the uh, expensive game. Yeah. I've got uh, something that's going to end up being rare. Apparently, it's the rarest Wii U game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Hello, the worst Kenny. batch of honor you could ever have. <laughs> that is I, a batch of shite. Apparently, it's rare as crap, and I saw it, but I've seen it twice in Parramatta, so I'm not really sure of how rare it is, but I don't know. Did, I got it for... Did you say rare as crap? Rare as crap. Well, actually, right, now that you mentioned it, never, no, no, never spoken. You know, I won't say that ever again. Is yeah. Let's break this down. <laughs> I would also, I would have also accepted rarest piss because it's some, it's it's excrement of some kind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I, you have it. No, 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 Brian, you keep hold of it. <laughs> It'll only increase in value. Treasure it. Much no, like no, you no. are reviewing. I'm good. <laughs> I, I do have a, a mortgage buster story about games, but the worst part is, is that at the end of the day, you've got nothing to show for it. Oh. And that's that was my first first encounter about a decade ago with a let's call it a live service uh, or Uh-oh. it was a downloadable one of those uh, consu- games with consumables, and the first time I ever experienced one of those. 
And uh, the game was actually called Fiesta, and it's a ripoff, a cartoony ripoff of World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's free to play. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's free to play. It's still around. You can actually find it on Steam. I was looking the other day. I'm like, is that still a thing? And uh, they sell you things that uh, they last for 30 days or last for 14 days, and then they're gone. And then what? you're like, oh, my, my character's not as powerful again. And so you want to buy that extra plus five percent to damage or whatever and Every before you know weeks. it you have three four yeah win. they last they last Every yeah it's, it, it turned into pay to win and i had never seen that before so yeah. oh, you get awful. sucked in and it was an eye-opening experience because yeah. i definitely spent close to and this is over the course of a year and a half but still and i mean i guess that it turned in it's it's not a subscription or anything but it turns into one when you keep buying that crap and i yeah, probably yeah. spend up to a thousand canadian dollars oh, in, a year, in a year and a half and do i have a cartridge or a disc or anything no it's uh oh, i can't shit. even log into my old files they're so old now that if i try to log into my old account it says oh we seem to have an issue well we're not we're not going to get into the digital versus physical we always seem to mention that every video <laughs> <laughs> Um, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. It's just uh, we're talking about mortgage busting, and I always fortunately I was able to afford it back then. I was making the making bank, let's say, at a good job. <laughs> Stuck in peace. And a good, I get a good oil field job, so money like that was like you throw it away. You're like, oh well, it's just no big deal. But now you look back and you're like, why, why, why? <laughs> Um, it's all about building life experience, mate, you know? Yeah, no, it definitely was. Expensive lesson. Uh, going to get on to the third question now. So, in the past, we've witnessed one of the world's most epic company battles. My God, the words aren't coming out. Uh, since the Pepsi and Coke Wars. We're talking about Sega versus Nintendo. Uh, but since Sega, or Sega, uh, have departed from the... Co yeah, don't get me started. On that... On that, uh, Larry Bundy Jr. sent me a personal message and he said, don't let anyone make you uh, pronounce Sega as Sega. Keep it true to your own country. And I'm going to stick with that. He's, he's literally pointing just at you. Just at you. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally going, bollocks, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, not really. So I'm going to stick with Sega. Um, I never said this. But what I'm getting at here is that uh, since Sega have no, no longer made uh, consoles, um, they've seemed to have fallen from their past glory, and they're, they're on a gradual decline to in, into uh, obscurity. So I'm I'm just wanting to know: Is Sonic overrated? Are they? What can be done to uh, keep Sega relevant in 2018 onwards? Trigger warning, mate. Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Well, yes. Well, I'll kick this off by saying, I think Sega. <sighs> I'm into shoes, and I've managed to get a pair of the Puma Sega crossover. You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> right, right here. Oh, there you, you bastard! Oh. Yeah. I brought them over here so for Ben to have a look at. I'm never going to wear them. I'm probably going to sell them because not only I mean they're nice. <laughs> Those are fucking rad. Yeah, they're nice, but the I'm licking the screen furry. right now. <laughs> the upper furry, right? Let's have a little look at that. There's a little, there's some little, um, there's little rings oh. around the laces. Oh, that's pretty badass. It's based on the Green Hill Zone. They're pretty cool, but they're furry. Never gonna wear them. Exactly. Oh, never, yeah. never gonna wear them. Never gonna wear them. I'm gonna sell them. Never gonna wear them. I just wanted them, and I, I managed to get a pair. The box is badass. It's 
it looks it's like the so, game. Yeah. And I think it's the best way for Sega to go. They seem to, it's outside developers seem to know what Sonic is, and they're all made of fans. Sonic Mania, those were fans that made that game. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Sonic Forces, shite. Sonic Forces, exactly, yeah. Sonic Forces, made by uh, made by Sonic Team, shite. Yeah, Dreadful. I mean, it's, uh, they don't understand what Sonic is. I mean, as a kid, like, I mean, Ben's the, uh, out of the two of us, Ben's the guy, he loves Sonic. I could never do it. It was, too quick for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not very bright. Um, it was too quick. It, yeah, it, 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 it was over my head. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't good at it. Um, well, I think this is the best way for Sega. They're making themselves relevant for people that aren't necessarily gamers. So, so, so the answer for Sega is shoes. Yeah. <laughs> They've done a good job. Those things sold out in 18 seconds. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get a pair. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it, um, I think it depends on which camp of, of Sonic you look at because you've got, like you say, the Sonic Team ones, which are the RPG style games, and then you've got the 2D uh, run as fast as you can games that are, they, they've still revitalized in it through Sonic Mania. I think there's two different parts to Sonic, it's two different worlds. You, you mentioned RPG, you but they've only ever made one Sonic RPG game on the Game Boy Advance, I think it was, the Brotherhood or something. No, I mean, I was in the sort of Sonic Adventure style. Oh, well, no, there okay. was a, so, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, like, so the proper, like, I mean, it was Sonic RPG, but it, was it Sonic Adventure? No, not Sonic, Sonic Adventure, that yeah. was... No, there, there what was, was it called? It was on the, there, there was, was a Game the Boy DS. Advance, uh, oh, DS, gosh. sorry, and it was the Brotherhood of, of something or other. I'll have to look that up. I'll put a link, yeah. I'll put a, a graphic up. Um, Based on this, it was obviously a great game. Yeah, so, yeah. If we can't remember the <laughs> name, yeah. they, they obviously nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but has anyone got any suggestions for Sega, like uh, besides just uh, shoes? <laughs> back to basics. Just uh, what I mean is yeah. back to basics. The best parts of Sonic Forces were the two Ds, the side scrolling people. I like it. Sonic Mania is amazing, and Sonic Mania sold a lot of copies because it was it's old school Sonic. It was good old well, fashioned fun. fun. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. The best parts of Sonic Mania were the two D sections, or well, the two point five D or whatever. But you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. the side corners. They're the best parts. You can't. Sonic was never going to be the same as Mario, as Super Mario, because Super Mario wasn't as quick. You could make that into like Mario sixty four. You could make that into a sandbox world. Because it isn't quick, it's that it's like you explore at your own pace. Sonic, you explore at different. You, the replayability is the point of it. Yeah. You can go back through the same level four times and find four different routes to the end goal. Yeah. yeah. But you can't do that slowly, and I think that they need to focus on it being quick, side scrolling, two D. Well, when, that's what works. When Sonic Adventure came out for the Dreamcast, I was excited before that came out. But when I actually played it. All they've done, all they really did was slow Sonic down. Yeah. Where you had to yeah. explore all these awkward areas of levels, and some of it was glitched out, and you couldn't really, not all of it worked, and you could fall through the, 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 the platform, the floor, and things into, into the sea. Um, that was a glitch, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but that's the point. They slowed it down and release a finished game. Yeah, yeah and but it's that. Didn't it's still like Sonic's 2018. Yeah, I used to read the comics. <laughs> Sonic comics from Archie and um, I couldn't and I get was, one. I tried yeah. getting the I tried getting the new reboot and uh, they're all sold out. They didn't import enough. Yeah, but like I was invested in the you know Team Chaotix and 
um, the Freedom Fighters or whatever, you know, from the Saturday morning cartoon and shit. But like, when Adventure came out and you had all these other Sonic characters like Big the Cat and Cream and fucking, you know, hey, don't just all these. This Big the Cat. What do you got? What do you got against Big the Cat? I forgot every time I, I need to play those fishing levels, I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big the Cat, I'd forgotten big, about that. Big the Cat. Yeah. I, wish the I, was dead. I wish I was dead now. Who the hell is this? <laughs> <playing? I'm> <laughs> I remember being totally interested and hyped up for Sonic Adventure 1. It's awful. Yeah. But um, when it came out, I, I, just, I just, I had played at a mate's place, I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. this, is, this isn't Sonic, yeah. like... Why are we on Earth? You know, why does everything look like a, uh, a real-world town? Like, where's all the style yeah. gone? Where's, yeah. uh, where's the traditional Sonic that we grew up with, like the art style and all that kind of stuff? Uh, where's all these garbage so. come from? Why is everybody a friggin' anime edge lord? Like, I, don't, I don't understand <laughs> it. And I, I, I totally lost interest. You know, I, I have no interest, almost zero, almost zero interest in modern Sonic altogether. Well, it's, lu- it's lucky they listen to you because you know it's not like a few years later you could have sex with a lady in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they had done that, imagine if they did that. It would have been awful. Oh yeah. It would have been like it would have been like a B yeah. movie. Yeah. Which you know I'm a big fan of. And what and what was their obsession with killer whales as well? <laughs> Charmin <laughs> yeah. is everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the, in, in at least two titles, there's a killer whale that jumps over Sonic for some reason. It's in all the DS ones, the first level. The Green Hill Zone always now, it's like it's like it's stock. It ends with you being chased by three women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous. I, you, I think, all, you always win. You always beat it. I, I think. I think the thing with Sega is they got to give Sonic a rest and and look at all the other IP that they're just sitting on and they don't touch. Exactly. You've got Streets of Rage screaming out for a sequel. Golden Axe. You've got Fantasy Star. They could do instead of the online versions, get back to the original, um, yeah, just yeah, straight yeah. up RPGs. I'm dying to see them release a, a number five. That would be. Uh, something that I would pick up straight away. Um, there's a ton of games. Uh, crazy Taxi, a new Crazy Taxi would be freaking awesome, like a proper one. That was um, a cool game, remake yeah. of Altered Beast. Oh my god. <gasps> Give it to me. Well, they, I want did, it. they did a reboot. No, no, like a real Beast. one, not that garbage PlayStation one. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking what about. about. <laughs> I was about to say that, that is an awful game. What yeah. about um, a, a new Jet Set Radio for the Switch? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favourite games, Evan. Jet Radio 2 is what I played. Uh, man, what a great game. Yeah, I would pick yeah. up a yeah. third for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I love the soundtrack to that. Uh, the, the soundtrack to that game was just spot on. Yeah. Well, I've got it on, P- on a PS Vita. I've got it on my Vita. Yeah. And it's, yeah. a crack- it's a cracking pull. So there's no reason that that could not you, be possible. You can you can I use the camera. Those. You can use the camera in that version actually to do graffiti. Yeah. yeah. So try to try getting into that. Take a photo of your cat. Spray your cat up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said. I don't have a cat, right. but I'll take a photo of something. We need to get one. Oh, yeah, or, okay. or, okay, don't, please don't use your imagination too much on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Two steps ahead of you, mate. Yeah, it's already I figured, done. I figured. <laughs> I'd love a new Streets of Rage. I mean, they did. Oh, uh, I love that. Like, they did a new one like that for Double Dragon. I'd love a Streets of Rage like that. 
Well, Streets of Rage 4 was in development hell and then ended up becoming something else and uh, they couldn't secure it. Uh, the company that was doing Streets of Rage 4 wanted to also port it to PlayStation and Sega were like, hang on a minute, no you don't. And then so they lost the rights to Streets of Rage uh, 4. So that's what oh, happened great. to that. Um, and Golden Axe, there was going to be a Golden Axe 4. I don't know if that was its actual title, but it was actually being developed by Sega of Australia of all places. And it, it was about... Uh, 70-60% completed before they pulled the uh, plug on it. So, Wait, is that the same one that was on PS3 and Xbox? No, 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 it never got released, but there's some ROMs oh. floating around on the internet showing what it could have looked like, and it was a bit a bit generic. Um, oh, okay. But it looked like with a bit of polish it could have had potential. Well, I mean, Sega are trying. I mean, they've got those Sega Forever initiative, and now the, the new Mega Drive collection, and, totally you know, and they're, they're always trying to push the nostalgia and remind us that these IPs are they like they're doing it a lot lately. So they're trying to go back to basics like we were talking about earlier. So I think they're on, on the road to kind of figuring out what they want to do, which is good. Um, and also, you know, we talked about it recently about the um, the talks between Sega and Microsoft. Um, you know, the sharing on Twitter quite candidly about meeting. So that's interesting. Um, so, you know, I, I think 2019 might show some fruits of all this stuff, I hope. hope so, yeah. Um, well, we're going to try and quickly wrap this up because these two guys in the UK, it's like, what, 4am or something there? <laughs> oh, why well, they're gone. Oh, no. Oh, they're that, <laughs> hang on, is that... Sorry, I've just... <laughs> um, who's that again, the cricketer? Um, the captain. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Why they disappeared? Sorry, uh, Twitchers, if you're watching live on the internet, we've just lost one of our. It'll come to you afterwards. Yeah, if we talk about other things, it'll come to you just like that. All right, we might have to just continue on with uh, with that really romantic picture there. (laughs) 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 Um, We've got uh, two questions uh, from uh, some tweet followers. Uh, We've got here from Joyful Sworn, a patron of Synth Spaces. Um, if you could recommend one game that every gamer must play, what would it be? So, who wants to kick rid of this? Hmm. I'll kick off then. Shenmue, without a doubt. I think every gamer should have to have played that uh, once and just to get an understanding of what was pretty much the birth of modern Sandpit uh, open world games. Um, sandbox, not Sandpit. Um, sandbox <laughs> games. Uh, it, it really did kick off a whole new genre in my books, and it, it was one of the first games with what was it? QTE, Quick Time Events. Yeah, love them oh, or hate them, they that was the start of it. Uh, yeah, and I'm it was, about halfway through that at the moment. It's but an, you're right. It's an emotional ride um, if you get yourself fully invested into the game. And when I visited Japan for the first time in 2006, all I kept thinking of was. That's a Shenmue moment. That's a Shenmue moment. That's a Shenmue moment. <laughs> Everything looks like they really had that much attention to the detail. Even the lighting, uh, the light switches are authentic to the real thing that you see in Japan. Um, some people describe Shenmue as a draw, open draw simulator. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, 
I love that aspect. That, that you couldn't do that before in a game where you could just see a, a chest of drawers and I wonder what's in it. And you used yeah, to well, in the past you used to just click it and oh you got um, ten gold or something like that. Yeah, but, but a chest will pop up. But now you actually open it up and you see what's in it. So that that was uh, something that was pretty cool. Um, oh, you're right. I mean, like I'm about halfway through Shenmue. This is my first time playing it since I bought it, and um, now like. I'm trying to keep in the mindset of the time it came out. Obviously, you know, it's it, the graphics haven't held up completely, but of the time, when you compare it to other games that came out, it's just like night and day how yeah. much further along that game was. You, you say you know? it didn't hold up, but I mean, it, it stood for quite a long time. That oh yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm playing it with the mindset of when it came out. Um, and it's, yeah, it's an unreal, unreal experience. Like it's... Um, you make your own time with it, like you, you plot along at your own time, you don't, you're not forced along or your hand's not held in any way, like you really have to go looking around for clues and um, I'm actually really enjoying it and uh, I'm keen to get through to the end so I can get to Shenmue 2, but yeah, I agree with you, like now getting to it, um, I would agree that Shenmue is one of those games that people should at least play once. Mm. Yeah. I think I know Absolutely. what your answer's going to be there, Gordon, we touched on it earlier, Morrowind. I, well, I was thinking that, but but uh, I was trying to think too. That's a a game that would frustrate a lot of people because it's yeah, pretty heavily reliant on dice yeah, that, rolls. That's a personal yeah. effect on you, but uh, in general, if you were to get ten gamers and suggest to them what game should you play, um, if they were gamers, yeah. But just in general, I think anybody should have to play. Mario Party for an extended period because then you really know who your friends are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I've got to do. I, I picked up on the GameCube uh, Mario Party five and six or whatever it was. Uh, right. Because I, I put I bought a GameCube in Japan and I was only buying it because it came with the Game Boy uh, Advance adapter, the player. And um, mm -hmm. while I was there, I also picked up a swag of games, and this is just so cheap over there compared to here. It's really hard to find um, GameCube games in Australia, but I, I haven't really had the chance to play multiplayer uh, Mario Party. It's just hard to get people over here. That it's not an online game, so they're not interested. Do you, do you find that that's a thing now? Getting people with to Mario Party. Well, in games in general, just getting people to come over and. I, I, it's hard. Like, I, I've got out of consoles lately, but I do have uh, what I would call a large collection of consoles in my living room. I have the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, the original Xbox, the Xbox 360, Xbox One, the Wii, the GameCube, uh, the N64, and, and there's one more there, all sitting there with power switches and AV switches. It's just a matter of which console you want to play and, and away you go. And I think I've had that goal one time. In the year okay. since I've lived here, well, and we I mean, play both ways, right? Like uh, I'm guilty of doing it. So are my friends. Where if you're like, hey man, do you want to come over, you know, and play a game or hang out, whatever? Like now I'm 32, so it's like it's not like you can just. Everybody around my age has those responsibilities of an adult <laughs> and they're their own family and all that kind of shit. So it's like it's not harder. Me. And harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's harder and harder and harder. Like the older you get, to kind of do that, right? So yeah. now it's like okay, look. Just hop online, you know, it's easier, you know, I think that's where it is now. Like, it's different when you're in your 20s or late teens or whatever, where you can just hang out all day because you've got no responsibility, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. uh, and, you know, stay up all night drinking and having pizza and playing games and shit, but you can't do that much anymore. But, um, like, yeah, uh, I, I'm trying to think of one game 
in particular that I could recommend to someone. I think last time I spoke about this, I said Mario uh, Mario Galaxy 2, I think it was. Um, just because I think it really struck a chord with me because I, I actually showed it to a couple of people that aren't gamers and my ex-girlfriend at the time um, didn't really play a lot of games until we went through that game together. And I think for me, I think that's the only kind of time that stood out to me where it's kind of made an impact on someone going, oh, these video games are really fun. Um, just sorry, just to interrupt. We've just had an update from, oh my god, grumpy retro gamers. A power cut at my place. Tweeting on mobile internet. <laughs> oh, oh no! You, I'm just right near UK for the win. <laughs> uh, so we now know what happened to uh, grumpy retro gamers. I thought I'd just check in there. He would try to come back as soon as possible. Okay, so we'll. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, maybe, next. maybe. Um, <laughs> Russia cut off the gas power. <laughs> so he's missed one question. That's okay. And uh, we, we just got here. What is the worst game you've ever played? We'll leave it at that. Uh, this is a question from Jose Rodrigo. Worst game. Oh, I know this. Um. Uh, yeah, my worst game ever. Dreams into reality for PS One. Um, not many people are going to know what that is. No, not a, not a one that I'm aware of, no. No, and it's not the the LSD trip dreams either, like it's not that game. Um, I'll send you uh, the cover of it, so if you want to put it up, so you get the actual game, and when you edit it later. Um, It's the worst experience I've ever had. It must have been emotional for you, because you're just bashing the counter down. (laughs) Oh yeah, I was just like, god damn it, like I just remembered, like when I was younger, it was the time when I was young enough to earn a little bit of money, and it wasn't a lot. Um, this is the PS1 era, and I saved up money, and I wanted to go buy a game that day. And I found this game, and the cover art looked cool, and the, I read the back of it, and it sounded like it was going to be a cool action platformer, like beat-em-up type thing. Yeah. And um, took it home, and it was one of those games where you start playing, and you instantly get into denial mode when you've just realized how bad this game is, but because you spent all your money, no, no, it's, it's, it's good, it, you know, it's all right. And then, you know, a month goes by and your friends are like, why are you still playing this? This is crap. And you're like, no, 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 it's, it's good, man. It's all right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Until you eventually get another game that satiates your need and then you go, no, that game was, that game's garbage. God damn it. Yeah. Well, that's left a sore spot in me forever. It's like the worst gaming purchase I've ever made. Um, I can kick in with mine, um, and if people are going to say this is a cliche answer, but you know what, I'm at me, I don't really care. Um, E.T. <laughs> on the Atari 2600. Oh yeah, I never. Uh, there's a lot of people that defend it, I defend the, I defend the programmer, I totally do not have any hate or any sort of, you know, disrespect to the programmer. He was given uh, an impossible task of coming up. Um, with mm. a high-selling game with a, uh, a programming time of like six weeks or something stupid like that, I think it was. And yeah. um, oh wow! And and they wanted to get it out in time to make uh, take advantage of Christmas sales. So it was supposed to be like the killer app at the time, and it was just pitiful. And I use that as a pun because you're falling in pits, totally. Constantly, you're walking around, you're falling in a pit. You, you get out of the pit, you go into another pit, and you're just doing that over and over and over again. And I was just getting, I was at a mate's place, and he had this, picked it up, and I saw 
Oh, this looks cool. ET, I wonder what this is. It's had a shiny silver um, cover, and I thought, wow, this looks great. I put it in, and I was just getting so frustrated with how bad it was. <laughs> this is the only time I've ever done this, I swear. Yanked it out of my mates, still beating Atari 2600, and launched it across the room. And I, it <laughs> smashed up against the wall. What the hell did you just do? He's, he's yelling at me, freaking out. And I said, mate, I think I've just done you a favor. That game is <laughs> <laughs> and I was only, God, I would have been 12 at the time, or, or not even. And um, so I would have been Damn. about 85 or 86, and um, just an absolute god of a mess of a game. It was just such a shame, too, because that could have been something big. It was an opportunity, maybe, for um, Atari to show that, Definitely. They're, that they're developing as a um, company. But... Atari started something and they just couldn't work out how to keep it rolling, I think was their issue. I watched that documentary about E.T. and Atari. I did too, yeah. yeah. It's quite interesting. Um, it is. I could not believe it. And I feel for the guy as well, as you yeah. were saying earlier. He I feel up... like we're in the same... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, he turned up to the actual um, undigging. Yeah. Undigging, there's a word oh, you know, Of the actual... Yeah, they actually did find him. So for years, it was a rumor. For people who don't know, uh, the the sales of Atari's um, ET was so bad um, that they ended up uh, with a warehouse full of unsellable cartridges. And so rather than holding on to them, they decided it was just better to um, bury them and move on because it was such a laughable... <laughs> and they tried to make it hush-hush and keep it a secret because if the press got a hold of it, that would just be like the laughing stock of the, um, of the industry. Not just games well, industry, but industries in general and so um they buried it in in top secret but it wasn't top secret enough because there was always whispers and rumors that this had happened and it became it became folklore it became gaming folklore that this was a thing and there was enough there was enough evidence out there to uh to have people invest money into the um re-digging up excavation of these games and it it happened. It was, I, I remember watching that live. It was just like, this is awesome. They, they, they were digging it up live, and the guy stood up, go on, got it. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> holy crap, it was real. And they were digging that one, two. It wasn't like just one. There was like a whole pile of them. Um, yeah, it's unreal, man. So what, well, what, they printed more cartridges than there was consoles of that game. Uh, allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. But that... What is this, a courtroom? There's no charges here. No, but I mean, if you're going to stick with facts, we don't know. It, it, but it's ah, there's a lot of ev true. but there's a lot of evidence to support um, that that is actually the case. Um, mm. And and when you say is this a courtroom, we're on internet. Everything here can be held against. That's you. true. Everybody's <laughs> judged here in execution or online. I need my uh, sense safe spaces here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it's a shame. Space, space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh oh, uh oh, what have I coined here? That's uh, good. I've, <laughs> I've been trying to see if these guys were going to rejoin us, but it doesn't look like. Sorry, guys. Um, nope, not coming back on. Guessing we're almost finished now, anyway. Um, you, you mentioned the phrase there before, there, uh, Gordon. Um, uh, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. You touched on it earlier. <laughs> I, I love watching old 90s commercials, man. Well, it's uh, funny that you're mentioning... that's where we were going to go. No, it's funny you're mentioning that because in a couple of podcast time, I will be getting the very guy that came up with those expressions, uh, Al Nielsen, the marketing yeah. guru for Sega back in the early 90s. 
Um, I've managed to get him on the podcast in two podcast time to be right here to talk about those days. So <laughs> that's an exclusive for Since Spaces. I've just first announced it here right now. So oh, wow. Al Nielsen will be on uh, if all goes according to plan. I have to add that. Um, he'll be on podcast number 12 if that happens. Nice. So, we'll, ah. so Cool, man. I, I'm, that was a major coup for me. And um, Lizzie the Hedgehog was the one that uh, was able to secure that for me. So I'm hoping that oh, we wow. can get her back on. Maybe she can be on with him and uh, make it an all Seeger affair. Yeah, for sure, that'd be good. Um, all right, I think we'll wrap things up. Uh, Uncle Chuck, what are you guys? What are you got uh, going at the moment with your channel? Yep, uh, I got a couple of videos uploaded this weekend. Now my connection at home here is back online working. Mm-hmm. So I went to upload a few the other night, but I kept, uh, we had an outage here, so I, I just didn't fucking bother. But yeah, there's a couple <laughs> uploads that I'm doing this weekend, just some opinion-based things that I've wanted to say for a while in regards to just the game space, um, just the vent a bit. Um, and I've still got my schedule for Twitch going forward, um, which is good. I'm excited about that since YouTube seems to want to cross in everybody's hopes and spirits lately. Uh, we'll give that a go. No, 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 no. But if your name is The Rock, you're okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah. If oh, I'm a billion dollar man, I'm fine. Well, if but, your video's yeah. already got 15 million views, they'll keep pushing it. Yeah, that's yeah see, that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I've just kind of realized that. <laughs> so, yeah, otherwise, like, um, I'll be, I usually post when I'm about to do something or what the plans are. So just hit me up on social media or just my website's got all my links on it. So and what's your Uncle Twitter? Chant. What's your Twitter handle? Me? Oh, just Uncle Chan. Thank you. Uh, what about yourself there, Battle Beast? Uh, I just we just released uh, the Rocket League shots montage number four a few days ago. We need a montage. That's right. I'm gonna use that song eventually if we can get away with it. Probably can't, but no, uh, I did that. I am. Uh, I do have a bunch of banked uh, Let's Play videos of Subnautica that hasn't been announced or started or anything, but I am gonna run through that game as. Uh, uh, to try to hide the unprofessionalism of my <laughs> gaming style uh, with as few cuts as possible, but I really, really liked that game, and I was amazed at how how enthralling it got. So I'm doing a let's play of that. That's going to come out sometime, but like I said, I'm going to bank at least half the series before we start letting them go because I'm gone for work Monday through Thursday at least every oh, week, wow. and then I only get the yeah. I'm a weekend warrior, right? Yeah. So. And, uh, it makes it tough for me. That's why I like. There's the, the few of us over at Carbon Knights, and I, the last quite a while here, I've been less involved, and that's why I'm just real life work and never yeah. being home during the week, and that, that is taxing. So I stepped back, but I still like to do fun things like shots, montages, and things like whatever I can do, put together. Uh, and uh, well, you're not much of a Twitter person, but um, we'll find you the at channel, Car- the Carbonites yeah. Gaming. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you're about to hit the 500 mark, aren't you? With the subscribers, it's getting there. We're yeah, we were less. I looked, we were less than 10 away yeah, from yeah. 500. So hit them up, hit there. them up, get them there, guys. If you're watching Carbonites Gaming, um, oh, we lost him. <laughs> oh, Everyone's no. dropping. We're dropping. Okay, well, this is like a real life uh, King of the Hill moment. Um, <laughs> 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 who's going to be winner, winner, chicken dinner here? Um, well, that. That leaves me. So I was just going to say that um, I'll be working from home soon, so that will give me way more time to 
uh, dedicate stuff to the channel since Spacey's. Uh, and I'll be also doing... Oh, we got him back. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't you... know. It just dropped. Did you pay your power bill? Or... <laughs> well, yeah. It's still on. <laughs> um... So yeah, I've got uh, a trip. My week this week is huge. I've got my parents coming down. My brother's getting married. I'm flying to Japan and China. Um, we just found out that my dad's discovered his parents after 70 years of not knowing where they are. So whoa, oh, wow. yeah, huge, huge oh, week. <laughs> and here I am doing a podcast. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that that was yeah. We got an, uh, a message from Ireland government. Uh, basically saying that we know your parents and um and it gets even worse we discuss oh well, not worse um it gets even weirder i should say i've discovered that i've been living a couple of suburbs away from a relative all this time oh wow wow holy mackerel yeah 40 it's funny I'm, how life works out like that i'm 44 something years old and uh i say something 44 years old and uh i've been living just a couple of postcodes away from a, a cousin so well we got to hit Jeez. him up. I, I'm I'm ninety percent sure. There's a ten percent of me going. I'm not quite sure if this is right, but we're going to check it out. But it, it looks legit so far. So over to love to explore the opportunity. Yeah. So um, I think we'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Those who stayed with us. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, we we you think, think about the ones that are lost in battle. There, <laughs> Chris. Ben. I was here the moment for the fallen. <laughs> You're the only one with a secure um, internet connection there by the look of it, chat. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, it's surprisingly in Australia. Um, yeah. I've had a boost in my connection, so my stream should be a little bit more stable now. So thank you, Telstra. Thank you, Telstra. We'll get, we always bag you out, but when oh, you yeah, do Telstra, good, we love you. But yeah. when you do yeah. good, we, think we, we will praise you. Um, okay. <laughs> Credit where credit's due. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I think I'll leave it at that. My name has been Brian, and I've been gaming since Spaceys. Thanks, guys. Since Spaceys.